Hey, Barbie. Can I come to your house tonight? Sure. I don't have anything big planned, just a giant blowout party with all the Barbies and plant choreography and a bespoke song. You should stop by. So cool. You can find me under the lights, diamonds under my eyes. This is the best day ever. It is the best day ever. So is yesterday, and so is tomorrow, and every day from now until forever. Yeah. You guys ever think about dying? When my heart breaks. Some things have been happening that might be related. When my world shakes. Cold shower Ooh. falling off my roof. Ah! And my heels are on the ground. <gasps> Bless me! What do I have to do? You have to go to the real world. You can go back to your regular life, or you can know the truth about the universe. The choice is now yours. The first one, the high heel. You have to want to know, okay? Do it again. Closer I am to Closer I am to I'm coming with you. Okay. This is the real world. <laughs> What's going on? Why are these men looking at me? Yeah, they're also staring at me. Barbie in the real world. That's impossible. If this got out, this could mean extremely weird things for our world. This would be catastrophic! We haven't played with Barbie since we were like five years old. Oh. No one rests until this doll is back in a box. Even if nobody else sings along. Humans only have one ending. Get that Barbie! Ideas live forever. No, I won't let you do just one appendectomy. But I'm a man. But not a doctor. Can I talk to a doctor? You are talking to a doctor. Can I need a clicky pen? No. A sharp thing? No. There he is. Doctor! Somebody get security. It's Bobby if you're still in doubt. We are back. Another episode of The Real Table Podcast with Michael Carter and I. Okay, I'm done. I'm so glad um, to be back. Two episodes in one week. Y'all are getting blessed right here. Um, <laughs> y'all are being, getting blessed uh, this week. Um, thank Hollywood. A lot of content. Obviously, two movies. Um, so, yeah, two episodes this week. And this one is going to be just as fun, if not more funner. That's not a word. Uh but there's going to be more fun than the last episode because this week we're talking about the phenomena that be Barbie. The newest, hottest movie out there. It's probably, I would say it's hotter than um, than Oppenheimer for sure. Um, but the two of them together have created so much buzz at the movie theaters and just around town, on Twitter, on TikTok. But mostly Barbie. Barbie's the one that is hitting uh, everywhere. Everybody's going to the theaters. They're dressing in pink. And I'm so excited to do this episode and to talk about Barbie. But I can't talk about Barbie without having 
uh, a female on this on this podcast. I just can't. I can't do it by myself. But oh my gosh. Uh, joining me today is the one and only Lindley Kaylee. <laughs> this is my girlfriend, by the way. I'm so excited to have her on here. Lindley, what is happening? We're sitting at your dining room table, very close together to record this podcast. I didn't think you were going to say that. And now <laughs> you've made this a little bit awkward. It's not. It's fun. It's a part of the adventure of joining you on your podcast. Yes, I guess so. <laughs> Anyways, Lynn, tell the world about yourself. Mm, not a whole lot to tell. Um, I'm 23. I'm currently doing my master's at Heidelberg University for counseling. Um, I currently work at a daycare and I get to hold babies all day. And it's awesome and very tiring. And I have two dogs and I don't live with them. And it's very sad because I miss them every day. That's all that's about me. What kind of dogs do you have? <laughs> they're Bernese Mountain Dogs and Poodles. So there's a they're Bernadoodles, mm. and their names are Annie and Ebby, and they're the lights of my life, and I miss them. She talks about her dogs quite often. Once a day, every day. Yep, that's cool. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> thanks for sharing. <laughs> um, I know. Um, Lame. So movies, uh, how has movies, how have movies impacted you? To tell you the truth, my guy, they haven't. <laughs> um, wow. I've, I love you. I'm sorry. Um, I've told you this before. I didn't grow up going to the movie theater all of the time. For my family, it was a really special occasion. Um, it would kind of be announced at the beginning of the week, like, we're going to a movie on Friday. Um, and we would, I mean, I grew up in a really small rural town. So in order to go to the movie theater, we would have to drive like an hour. That's how small rural town it is. And so we would all get dressed up. We would go to dinner before and we would go to the movie theater. So that was like maybe once a month. And that was like, like going to the movie theater was always kind of a luxury. So I would get excited to go to the movie theater. Um, I also have two little brothers. And so any movie that we would go see tended to be a little more, masculine driven I suppose um so like I grew up watching the Pirates of the Caribbean Indiana Jones I refuse to watch Star Wars with my brothers because I don't like Star Wars Ooh. sorry <laughs> so yeah all of the movies that I would watch were pretty masculine driven any rom-coms that I wanted to see I had to watch with my mom at home um and now we've been dating for eight months and I tell anybody that will listen that I've watched more movies in the last eight months of my life than I swear I have in my entire life um so I do I do really enjoy going to movies but they just don't matter to me as much as they do to you it's for me it's more just about like mm. spending I'm sorry <laughs> for me it's more about spending time with you and seeing how fun it is when you get really excited to go to the movie theater I will say um, given that I graduated with a bachelor's in psychology and I'm currently chasing a counseling degree, um, I do appreciate like s kind of studying slash analyzing the human behavior in movies. That part's really interesting to me. So that's the part that I tend to, to focus more on where you're so much a part of like exposition, 
behind the scenes, mm-hmm. production. Yeah. Literally everybody. You focus on the cast. You focus on like who's buying. Like I don't care about that stuff. I just want to go see the movie and then think about the relationships that are formed in the movie. Um, but yeah, no, I'm not as big of a movie nerd as you are. I like books. Not gonna lie, that kind of hurt. <laughs> but I'm not gonna act like I did not know that she wasn't gonna say that. So, um, yeah, it's been yeah. These past eight months have been super fun. Um, just the other week, we saw we saw two, actually three movies in one weekend. We went to the drive-in and we saw The oh, Flash. Yeah. Um, and then we saw Across the Spider Verse. That was like the third time for me. <laughs> We end up leaving. We didn't even stay for the whole one, but it felt like it was the third time. Um, and then after, are you laughing? Because my car died. My car died. I didn't know if you wanted to tell them. That was, I don't know. I'm not even embarrassed by it. I'm just like, yep, it happened. I was, he left that was his foolish. Engine, he left his engine on idle mode and it died halfway through across the Spider-Verse and the lights turned off and the radio turned off and he was like, oh, like, what do you think happened? And I was like, your car just died. <laughs> yep, not not my greatest moment. Um, it well. But yeah, that that weekend we saw Flash across the Spider Verse, and then we saw Elemental. I convinced you to go see Elemental on that. Oh Sunday. my gosh! Don't even say that. No, you convinced we, me to go see Elemental. Well, because you weren't you weren't Girl. trying to go to the movies again. You just no, said I wasn't we, trying to go to the movies yeah. again. But I was excited to see Elemental. Well, yeah. Don't tell them you convinced me to see Elemental. I convinced you to go to the movies. Because I wanted, I convinced you. Once we saw, what was the first thing that I said when we watched the trailer? She wanted to see it really bad. I leaned over and I said, I want to watch that movie. And, and what did you say? I said, that movie looks mid, which means that movie looks very mediocre. And, and what was it? I was wrong. It was pretty good. You're welcome. Movie um, nerd. Yes. Um, but yeah, we've had a lot of good conversations. I think one of my favorite conversations about movies was uh, we talked about The Whale uh, with Brendan Fraser. Uh, I forget the director's name. He, Sadie Robert, well, not Sadie Robertson. What's her name? Sadie from Stranger Things. Sadie Fink. Fink. Yeah, oh, I can't. Uh, can't remember the director. He makes weird movies all the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, we talked a lot about the behavioral, uh, the behavioral aspects and just the layers that that movie had. If you haven't seen it, um, don't recommend. We don't recommend it. It's sad. It's very sad. It's very heavy. It's very heavy. Brendan Fraser gives a really good performance. I wouldn't recommend it. So to say, like one, yeah, unless you want, like, unless you want to watch a really sad movie and be really sad and like have a heavy heart. Like we talked about it, I think, to like get it off our chests. Yeah. This like heavy negative feeling that we were carrying with us. Yeah. And then I remember we came back to your apartment. We were just kind of like, I'm exhausted from watching that movie. Yep. I feel like it was a long one too yeah it was yeah it was pretty long i think i just love the way it was shot mm. um pay attention to that stuff. yeah you don't but that's okay i love the way you shot but yeah we had a good conversation about that movie um anyways yeah we have great conversations about movies and it's yeah it's been fun just watching you kind of see movies and go huh and then yeah it's been awesome <laughs> uh Let's get into it. We got a movie to talk about. You got a lot of thoughts to say. We talked about this after we saw it. We saw it on Sunday, last Sunday. Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And 
it was not okay let me not get into what i think first <laughs> your your reaction your your initial reaction you don't have to say too much yet just your initial reaction off of you off of the first watch off of last sunday yeah i love that you're already telling me not to say too much because you know that i will talk for too long um okay so i feel like i like while we were watching it i had a lot of like pretty visceral reactions to it um Mm. i'm i feel like you know i laughed at a lot of the jokes i kind of you know made the face of like oh i get that like i get what they're talking about here whether comical or not like i just kind of reacted to it in a way that i haven't with other movies like i haven't really gone like oh yeah that's a really good point or like when someone has said a line or when I notice like a reference to something, I don't know if I've like reacted in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we were leaving, I had such a strange feeling of like, I almost don't know if I should like this movie because mm. of the controversy around it. Like there were kind of two sides of like, as a, and I, I'll try not to get too into it, but like as a girl, I really, resonated with a lot of the things that were being said in the movie Mm -hmm. but also living in the society and the culture that we do feeling sorry i was scratching my back living in the society and the culture that we do feeling almost guilty for agreeing with the movie like i should be disagreeing with the movie and saying oh it's a man-hating movie i shouldn't be liking this that's deep (laughs) Yeah. Whoa, so when okay. we were when we were walking in the parking lot, I was wrestling with like, should I think that this movie is good? Yeah. Because I almost feel guilty for thinking about it. Like I was thinking of like male family members of mine and how they would react to this movie and male friends that I have and how they would react to this movie. So I was kind of struggling with that. But as I've thought about it more, as I've looked into it more and as tiktok has influenced me more with all the like eight mm. tiktoks that i've sent you <laughs> so many they have really good points as i've thought about it more i've been like dang like that movie really like touched a part of me that i wasn't expecting um wow yeah especially like that one scene um where she's sitting on the bench with that older lady And she's kind of looking around at all of these little girls that are playing and women that are talking to each other. And I think there's like a couple that's roller skating or like having a picnic. There's a couple that's arguing and she's just kind of looking around at like humanity, just like examples of like what being a human looks like. And it's kind of a montage. She's looking at the wind blowing through the trees. I actually like got a little choked up at that scene. Like I didn't cry, but I was just kind of like, wow, like this scene is really impactful and I couldn't quite figure out why at the time. I was like, she's just sitting on a bench looking around at women being women while sitting next to an older lady and the sun is shining and the breeze. But yeah, it just it really impacted me and kind of stuck with me in a way that I wasn't expecting when going to a Barbie movie. And I think that's something that a lot of people are saying. Yeah. Hmm. It's a lot of good stuff there. I don't think, I don't know. That didn't surprise me too often. I mean, too much. Because when we walked out of the movie, I think we both were like, huh, that's not what we were expecting. And I think that's because, like, I'm going to tell you all this right now. The trailers don't really give the the complete 
face and the complete look of what the movie is. Which is funny because when we watched the trailer in the movie, like while watching another movie, you said, I feel like we just watched the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I was okay with that just because I was like, I feel like they knew. Like Greta Gorig, uh and Noah Baumbach, her husband, they both wrote the movie. I think they both knew, uh, like you could just tell from the trailer, oh, like, oh, they're like, this is going to be silly. It's going to be funny. It's yeah. going to be fun. They know what this is. They know what they're doing. Like they yeah. get it. Um, like and, what people are expecting, you mean, when going in to watch the Barbie movie? Yeah. Like you expect it to be like, oh, like the movie kind of, I won't say makes fun of itself, but it doesn't take yeah, yeah, itself yeah. seriously at yeah. some point. It's like, um, you go in expecting a childlike silly, like, sorry. You go in expecting a childlike and silly and almost like satire type movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, I mean, it is at some points, but that's not the like overarching plot and theme of the movie. Nope. Is to be silly. It's actually pretty deep. Layered. Yeah, layered. Yeah. Yeah, so um, for those of you that don't know, the movie is about Barbie. It's about <laughs> it's about uh it's about Barbara. Yeah, <laughs> it's what they they call uh Margot Robbie's character, uh stereotypical Barbie. Like she's what you, when when you think Barbie, she is what I think we all think is Barbie. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she begins having this wait describe what stereotypical barbie like is what is a stereotypical barbie good good catch uh like blonde hair uh she's white white. um what she's She's skinny skinny. blue eyes perfect 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 skin perfect body perfect clothes yes all that stuff good thank you got you glad you're able Um, like she she can walk normally. She right. She's perfect feet. Right, right, right. She's like the perfect Barbie. Mm-hmm. She's what we think of when yeah. it comes to Barbie. And she begins experiencing these weird things in Barbie land. Which is it's kind of funny. It's kind of cheesy. But again, this movie understands what it is. It understands what it's doing. And it's completely fine. If you understand it and you get it and you receive it, you have no problem with the cheesiness of the movie. And so, yeah, she's all these Barbies. There's multiple Barbies in Barbie land, but she's the focal Barbie. She's a stereotypical Barbie. Uh, She's like the main character. And so she begins experiencing these weird things. Her feet, which are curved up like a doll. Yeah. By the way, we're going to be getting into some spoilers. So <laughs> it's a bit late. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're, we're getting there. Telling some stuff. Yeah. So her feet. Um, are perfectly pointed. They're yeah, they're perfectly pointed, and they stand up like a doll, like, like a Barbie does. Yeah, like a Barbie doll's feet. Um, those feet are they flat. Go flat. They go flat. Um, Which you see in the trailer, so that's not yeah, that's a spoiler. yeah, that's not a spoiler. And then she gets was it cellulite? Mm-hmm. Yeah, then she gets cellulite. I had to tell Michael what <laughs> cellulite is. <laughs> she was educated. He didn't know what cellulite was. So I had to show him my like the back of my leg. Look, I'm gonna get a lot of people that are gonna be like, Michael. <laughs> and I'm yeah. It's all right. It's gonna be fun. Um, 
but yeah, she just starts experiencing these things and she's like, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Yeah. And then she goes meets, goes to meet this, uh, weird Barbie. Yep. It's the weird Barbie. It's the Barbie. That's kind of like a castaway. So the thing about all of these Barbies in Barbie land is they are based off of real dolls in the real world. Yes, Yes. 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 And so Barbie played by Margot Robbie, stereotypical Barbie. And then there are other Barbies in Barbie land that aren't stereotypical Barbies. So there are black Barbies. There are plus size Barbies. There, I'm pretty sure there's a, there's a Barbie in a wheelchair there. And these women and these Barbies all have positions of power in Barbie land. So like a black woman can be the president. Everybody say amen. Amen. Um, Amen. (laughs) Yes. Issa Rae. We love her. Um, there's a plus size woman that I believe is a doctor. Um, and I'm pretty sure that one of the Barbies is transgender. The one with the long red hair. I think I'm so too. almost 90% sure. I saw a tweet. Ab- I saw a tweet about it. Yeah. And I was like, what? I didn't catch that. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I'm like, I'm almost hundred percent positive, but anyways, back to the original thing. So Barbie goes and sees weird Barbie and weird Barbie is based off of the Barbie that, we as people that played with Barbies, not only girls, but people that played with Barbies, played a little bit too hard with. So this is the Barbie that you took out all of your feelings on. You cut her hair. You colored her face. Mm-hmm. You put her in crazy clothes. You made her do the splits. This was this is weird Barbie. So stereotypical Barbie goes to see weird Barbie. Yep. And she goes to see her and weird Barbie basically tells her that she needs to go to the weir- weir- real, ooh. <laughs> the real, real world. world. To figure out what's happening. Yeah. And so she says, okay, I'm going to the real world. Um, and then Ken joins her. Ken joins her. Also, there are Kens in Barbie land, too. There are a bunch of Kens. Yeah. Uh, black, white, Asian. Uh, but the Ken that we follow is the stereotypical Ken, played by Ryan Gosling. Uh, white, blonde hair. Very tan. Yeah, very tan. Abs. Yeah, he's yeah, he's his job he's Ken. is beach. Yep. He's only at the beach with a surfboard. Yeah, he's Ken. So yeah. they both And there's Alan. Don't forget about Alan. Oh yeah, I forgot about Alan. Alan is Ken's buddy and all of Ken's clothes fit him. And that's literally all you need to know about Alan. Alan's uh, it was funny because he's a real he was a real He's a real Barbie. A real Barbie doll. Real Ken doll. Sorry. Or Ken doll. Yeah. I was like, "Wow, that's Yeah. That's kind of cool." Played by Michael Sarah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Michael. Yeah, Michael Sarah. I don't know how you see his last. Yeah, name. I think it's Sarah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, there. I think that just speaks volumes to Greta and Noah Bombach, the way that they wrote this and the way that they did their research, and they were just, yeah. they're just very. Uh, yeah. What's the word? They're very prepared. Not prepared, but they they paid attention to the little details, yeah. the finer details of what Barbie is and the history, and they brought it into this movie, which. Mm-hmm. Whether you like it or not, you got to respect the writing behind it. Yeah. Um, the so, credit scene, I mean, they roll through all, all of the about, Barbies, all Barbies and they show you yeah. like how they put them yep. beside each other. So yeah, it's yeah. cool. But there are Kens in Barbie land. And the thing about Ken is, and this is a part of, again, the trailer. So Barbie yeah. is everything. Yeah. Barbie can be president. Barbie can be a flight attendant. Barbie can be stereotypical Barbie. Barbie can be literally whoever she wants. And Ken is just Ken. Ken it was made to be with Barbie, um, whereas Barbie was made to be everything. Ken was made just to be with Barbie. And so the line that everyone says is like, she's everything, he's just Ken, 
and I can't remember exactly what it is, but like everybody wants to say hi to Barbie. Barbie wants to say hi to everybody, but Ken only has, oh, Barbie has a perfect day every single day, but Ken only has a good day if Barbie looks at him. Right. So Ken's entire world revolves around Barbie noticing him, Barbie saying hi to him, Barbie looking at him. Yep. And so, yeah, they both travel to um, the real world, the real world to find out what's happening. Um, and then where does it go from there? They get to the real world. Oh, and this is the yes. spoilers part. Yeah, this is where we're going to get spoilery. So then Barbie, I think, oh, yeah, the initial thought is that Barbie thinks and all the Barbies think that their presence oh, in the world. you're re- getting into it. We're okay. getting in. Okay. We're getting in. Hold well, on. Buckle it. up. Let's talk. They believe that their presence in the real world has basically changed, changed the real the world. world. Yep. So the opening montage of the movie is little girls playing with baby dolls. Yes. And the idea of little girls only playing with baby dolls. And this is actually like historical in that there wasn't another human based toy for little girls to play with except for baby dolls, which gives the idea to little girls that when you play with toys, you have to be a mom. Mm. And so the only like way that you can imagine yourself because you're using a human based toy, the only way that you can interact with a toy and the only way that you can imagine yourself is becoming a mom. And so that's why Barbie was so huge. So this opening montage, the, the little girls are playing with babies and then Barbie appears and they throw the babies away because they're so excited about Barbie. So the thing is, you don't have to be a mom because Barbie lets you be anything like we talked about it before. Um, and so these Barbies believe that because they were introduced to the world, they show women that you can be more than a mom. You yeah, can yeah, be yeah, anything. Yeah. You can be smart. You yep. can have power you can have position and authority even though you're a woman you don't have to just be a mom so they're under this very perfect and very inaccurate impression that the world believes that women have a voice and that women can have a position of power yep um and so they live in this perfect dreamland so barbie gets the real world and recognizes that that is in fact not true no 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 no. she's there's like what is it like i know a guy slapped her butt. Right. She's been the there. Way, f- oh, the, the way that they were looking at her, too. Mm-hmm. She was like, what? Yep. Why are they yep. looking at me like right. this and stuff She's like that? She's saying, like, I feel I feel objectified. Then she yeah, didn't yeah, have yeah. a word for it because this has never happened to her before. No, no. So she's saying, I feel I have this weird sense of being noticed, but it feels violent. It feels dangerous. It feels bad. A guy comes up to her and slaps her butt. There are men catcalling her saying they want to take her home. And so all of this is happening for Bart. Am I talking too loud? No, you're good. You're oh, okay. You're good. So all of this is happening for Barbie as she's skating along. Meanwhile, Ken has a huge smile on his face. He's enjoying all of the attention immeasurably more than Barbie is. I didn't think about that. Wow. Ken yeah. is yeah, Ken is yeah, smiling yeah, yeah. next yeah, to her. Yeah, he is. But you put that two and two together, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. yeah, that's why. Because people look at women differently than they look at men. Yeah. People don't when when guys look at guys on the street, they're not looking at them as something to possess. They're looking at him like, hey, yeah, dude, you look cool. Nice abs. You know, meanwhile, they're saying like, hey, girl, can I take you home? Hey, girl, that's a nice behind you got there. Like, and it's I think it was more than that. I'm taming it down. Yeah. But yeah, it's different. Like Ryan Gosling does such a good job of like he's there to be Barbie's accessory, but he's starting to recognize like, oh, people can look at me too, not just Barbie. And he's thrilled with it because he and he says 
I also have this feeling of being noticed, but it's not violent at all. I feel great. And Barbie's like, I don't feel great. I feel scared. Like, I don't like this. And that's how women feel when they walk on the street. Yeah. And so, yeah, they get, they get to the real world. It's different. They, it's funny because they went to, they went to jail a few times. I know they they stole some clothes and tried to run away and they end up in jail a few times. And then, uh, they just come to this real, well, Barbie mostly comes to this realization. She's like, this is not what she thought it was going to be. And so she just sits and talks to a young group of girls, young group of girls. Remember she goes, so Barbie goes to, I think a middle school or a high school. Oh, sorry. Am I getting too excited? She has those visions. I didn't, I, we're getting so into it. Yeah. Yeah. She has, she has these visions that connect her to the person that plays with her, that plays with her. And she's having these visions and her initial reaction is to find. Because again, school. the Barbies are based off, off of, of real life yes. Barbies. And so the idea is that Barbie is experiencing these bad things because the little girl that plays with her is experiencing bad emotions. And so that is being translated into the Barbie. And it's a really, we talked about this. It's a really, really I'm so glad they talked about this because this is like, this is the human behavior part that I really enjoy. So little kids, when they play with toys, especially ones that are human based, they see themselves in the toy. So a lot of the times little girls will treat their Barbie in the way that they see themselves. And so if a little girl is feeling secure in her like relationship with her family if she's feeling secure in her confidence in herself she uses her barbie gently and she wants her barbie to be pretty and all of those fun things but if there is a little girl that is being abused sexually physically mentally all of the things her barbie suddenly becomes disfigured and distorted we start to cut the hair marker on the thing whatever all of those fun things so she sees herself in the barbie so barbie is being played with by a little girl and she goes to find that little girl in the real world and um yeah she she finds that girl in the real world and she goes to school and she approaches this girl that she sees in the vision she Mm -hmm. just approaches this girl and it just ends up going horribly and it the girl basically tells her off and says hey like you ruined the world yes you didn't um you didn't make this world a better place, I should say. You make women hate themselves. Yeah, you make women hate yourselves. It was like all these mean things. This girl was like super mean. Um, and then Barbie runs away and starts crying. Um, meanwhile, Ken, it's weird. Barbie's having this. talk about the mask. Yeah, Barbie's having this crisis, but then Ken is out over here like, I'm going to the library to learn more about what's happening and what's going on and about this world. And yeah, Barbie's off having this crisis. And well, he sees that men rule the world. Say it. Oh, okay. So there's a whole montage, and it's actually pretty funny the way it's like set up. So he sees men atop horses, policemen, and he sees men driving big trucks, and he sees men in suits telling. Oh, yeah, he goes to the art museum. Yes, yeah, and yeah. he sees men or... telling women, go get me coffee, and dismissing women and telling them to be quiet. And he sees like men blowing whistles in the street and directing traffic and he's like now wait just a second men rule here and so he's like barbie's having this crisis and she says like like this world is messed up at the same time that he goes men rule the world and he's like so excited about this and the whole time there's like montages of like men of top horses and men shooting guns and men fishing and men like driving monster trucks and the whole time in the background it's like men 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 and it's so funny yeah 
And so <laughs> all this is happening. Barbie's having her crisis. And then eventually, I think after this, Ken just goes back to Barbie land. Yep. He goes back to Barbie land. Um, and then Barbie is still stuck in the real world, figuring that out. She actually gets... Uh, she gets, finds the little girl that plays with her. No, 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 no. After that, after that, doesn't she get picked up? Oh, by Mattel. By Mattel. Mattel finds out. Who's Mattel? <laughs> Stop. This is where this movie gets weird and wacky. And That's it's the thing like... about this movie is it's like deep <laughs> existential philosophical things about the differences between genders and the way that they're represented in society. And then it's like, oh, by the way, don't forget, this movie's about a doll. <laughs> it's like crazy. So the company Mattel, I forget how they get word. They get word that she's in the real world. Um, and so they're like, we got to go get her. We got to pick her up. We got to find her. They end up finding her, I think after school and they get her and they put her in the car. It's, <laughs> it's hilarious. And then they basically take her back to the company and they're like, Hey, Barbie. Where Will Ferrell was in charge. Yeah. Will Ferrell's like the <laughs> CEO. <laughs> He's like, Hey, we need you to get back in, uh, get into this box, get into this box and you're going to go back to Barbie land. Hence, hence. She's not, um, if she gets in the box, she's not going back to Barbie land. She's being locked up, which is, again, this is funny. This is weird and wacky. It makes me laugh. Apparently they had like a previous situation where a Barbie got out. And so they're like, Will Ferrell's just like freaking out. This is where he, what does he say? Oh, he goes, this is catastrophic. Yep. And he like throws his hands around. So yeah, they want to put Barbie back in the box so they can lock her up. Um, so she won't be an issue anymore. Yep. And because it's going to be, I mean, it's going to be bad if people find out there's a real life Barbie walking around. Yeah. People are going to be believe a real life Barbie is walking around. Anyways. <laughs> uh Barbie uh you know she just like runs away basically she's like hey I got to go to the bathroom and runs away dips and starts running yeah. uh and she meets oh and yeah and then she meets um she meets who's actually Ruth, playing Ruth. playing her so the girl what oh nope Ruth Handler remember Oh yeah, she meets Ruth Handler, the yeah, yeah, woman yeah, 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 that yeah, yeah. made Barbies. Yeah, but she doesn't know who that is. Yet. Yeah, she doesn't know who it is. But she helps her. It's an interesting. She's just moment. like a fun little mysterious character that you're kind of like you have a really big role, but I can't tell who you are. Right. And here's a fun fact that I learned recently. Yeah. See if this strikes your memory. Speaking of movies, you'll enjoy this. Uh, it's a movie fun fact. The woman that played Ruth Handler, I don't know the actress's name, is the woman that played. Um. Oh gosh, I'm terrible. I can't remember what her name is. Think of the movie Matilda. She played Matilda's mom. Oh, most definitely. I see. Right? Ooh, wow. But she's like a sweet old lady. But in Matilda, she's like she's mean. this mean lady that just goes and plays bingo and doesn't care that she has a kid. But I was like, That's oh, amazing. my gosh. I know, right? Um, Yeah. So she meets this lady. It's a weird moment where you're like, hmm, I don't know what this is. And then mm -hmm. she helps Barbie escape. Barbie escapes the building. And she meets the girl that uh that's been playing with her. But that's been... Yeah, that's been playing with her. That's the reason why all these things are happening. And it turns out it's not the little girl that she met at the middle school. So her visions were correct. It, it had something to do with that girl. But it turns out to be uh, the girl's mother. Weird, right? Yeah. Um, Who works at Mattel. Right. And she works at Mattel. Weird. Um, 
Now, it's not the girl was playing, that the mother wasn't playing with her. The mother was creating these Barbie drawings because her mother, because the mother was going through this. Uh, she's going through like like depression and she's, all this stuff. She's, she's going grieving. Through it. She's grieving motherhood yeah. because she's a bad. So the mom, who's played by America Ferreira, mm. are you gonna sneeze? Mm-mm. Oh, you made a weird face. No. You're gonna burp. I was gonna burp. <laughs> so who's played by America Ferreira? Um, she works at Mattel. She has a poor relationship with her daughter. Her mo- her daughter has like gotten to the the eighth grade girl age where we kind of all start pushing away our parents, really- wanting to be independent. Are we're too cool for mom and dad? Um, and so the mom is starting to America's character is starting to grieve motherhood, of being close with her daughter, of being there for her daughter. I think she's just kind of juggling a lot. She doesn't feel appreciated at her job. All of these things. So she starts to make these drawings of Barbie because she works at Mattel. So she draws a Barbie and it's Barbie that like has consistent thoughts about death. And that's why Barbie says at some point, she goes, you guys ever think about dying? Yeah, that was the, that was the first moment. Wasn't it's it? the connection. Yes. That was before the, that was before the flat feet. So she yes. says that. And then everybody, they're having this dance party. This is random. It, I mean, it's one of those things. It's, it is what it is. Uh, they're having this dance party at Barbie's dream house. And then she says, do you guys think about death? And then everybody just stops and looks at Barbie <laughs> and Barbie's just like, uh, and then she's like, do you guys ever think about, uh, she goes, how does she clean it up? Are she you guys ever like, do you guys ever just like, are you ever just like dying to have a perfect party? And right, like, right, ah! right. And then and again, and they keep dancing again. Yeah. And that's kind of where that stuff starts. It's not just the flat feet. Um, but yeah, she's doing all these drawings and then she draws one of Barbie with cellulite. Yeah, That's why yeah, Barbie gets cellulite. Yeah. So and... she realizes all these connections and she's like, oh, you're the reason. So then she takes them back to back Barbie to land. Is that when they go back? Yep. She takes America. Wait, so why did they go back? They go oh, because she wants to, to fix it. Yeah. Hoping yeah. to fix it. Yeah. Okay, cool. We're so moving. if we take, if we take, she thinks if I take the bomb and her daughter, we fix their relationship and I take them back to Barbie land, everything's going to be fixed. So she takes the mom, sorry. She takes the mom and her daughter back to Barbie land and she finds, go ahead. What does she find? Men. <laughs> Not just men. Ken. <laughs> so she finds everything in reverse. So the Kens have taken over. So if you are feeling confused and lost, Ken took everything that he learned. And about he brought, how men can rule the world. Right. About how men can rule the world and took it back to Barbie land. Which actually, I don't even think he's called Barbie Landing there. Maybe Kenwood or something like that. Not Kenwood, something like that. <laughs> Ken World, Ken Land. Yeah. So he's taking it over. Yeah, he's taking it over, and he the, stole Barbie's dream stole house. Stole Barbie's dream house. Turned it Kens. into Ken's Dojo Mo, or Mojo Dojo Casa House. Yes, yes. What a weird name. <laughs> and all the Barbies are serving the Kens. They're giving them brewskis. Like the roles are reversed in a weird way. Well, they're not even. They're reversed. not even. I'm gonna say actually, yeah, they're not even reversed. But they're just it's, very. Kens are in charge. Yes. Kens wear cowboy hats and it, they drink beer and they play er, golf and early they watch America. TV on. Babe, <laughs> now America, dude. Well, I don't think that's always. I don't Men that's... watching really large TVs and drinking a brewski and going to the golf course I think the and way... being served brewskis by women. No, but the way that I feel like the you ever way... heard of a country club? No, I think the way 
that they were like, oh, they're always serving the men, like the housewife narrative. That's not still happening today. I mean, that might be happening in some families. It's still happening. I don't think it's as prominent anymore as it was back then. That's what I'm saying. So it's not so much that all women everywhere have to be a housewife and serve their husband in the way that like 1950s housewife, like when your husband gets home from work, he expects dinner to be on the table. Right. That's what you must cater to the families every day. But I mean, it's still an expectation of women to be in servitude to men. Definitely in some some families for sure. One hundred percent. So Ken has brought this idea of the patriarchy back to Barbie land. Um, Men are top honchos. Women have no positions of power anymore. So like the president is now serving brewskis to the Kens and the female doctor um, is now like giving Ken a foot massage while he watches TV and talks about golf with his buddies. So this is kind of what is out and there's cowboy hats and horses everywhere. I don't know why they brought that part, but it's really funny. So Barbie shows up and she's That's been American. Tr- what it just feels very Oh America, yeah. Man rawr. Yeah. Cowboy hat. Beer. Guys horses. night. Yeah. Not my guys night, but <laughs> cigars and barbecue and brewskis, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways. So Barbie has been trying to convince the daughter that Barbies are actually supposed to be something to help women. And the daughter's not convinced. And she's like, that's why she yelled. I mean, you've ruined women. Like, people hate you. And so Barbie shows up and she says, everything is backwards. Like, this is not how this is supposed to go. She like, the president is like actively passing out beers. And she's like in a maid costume or something like that. And Barbie goes, and that's our president. And she's like so confused because everything is backwards. So she confronts Ken. And Ken is like, you shouldn't have turned me down. And you shouldn't have rejected me for all of these years. And this is the way that life is supposed to be. So this is the patriarchy now. This is my dream mojo dojo mojo dojo casa house. And like, you're just going to have to deal with it. This is the way that things are now. And she's like trying to talk to all of the women and they're like, this is what I want to do. Like, this is, this is what I was actually born to do. Yeah. And so Barbie shuts down basically. Crumbles to a heap. I mean, she's, she's, you know, she's a mess and, no longer functioning as this happy, happy, bubbly, cheery girl. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Barbie just she crumbles, and then uh, the mother and the daughter they basically they're like, uh, "All right, I guess we'll just go home." Basically, they were about yeah. to leave Barbie Land. Talk about this part, as yeah, as like let's just skip to the monologue. Yeah, that's the turning point of the movie. Would you agree? America's monologue. Well, yeah, but I think they leave. Yeah. And then they're like, the daughter who was like, oh, mean, that's a good point. Good point. She was like, we need to go back and help Barbie. Because and it's her, important Barbie. to you, mom. Right. And because it's important to you, which is kind of a cool moment. And so they Definitely. turn around and they go try to get Barbie and knock her out of uh, whatever's happening. Um, and then America Ferrer has this big monologue it's incredible it's a really good monologue it's probably the best part of the movie 100 um and she talks about a lot of stuff basically what happens is barbie is sitting there stereotypical barbie margot robbie is sitting there and she's crying and she's she's saying i'm not pretty enough i'm not smart enough you know, no of the members of congress here in barbie land are me i've never flown a rocket ship i've never flown a plane all of these things 
she's saying, I'm just stereotypical Barbie. I'm just meant to be pretty. And right now I can't even be that. Um, and so she's just kind of beating herself up for everything that has happened, blaming it all on herself. And America pretty much launches into this monologue of how no matter what you do as a woman, you will face criticism. You can never, you know, you're too thin, you're too fat, you're too pretty, you're too ugly. Like no matter what you do, it's too much <laughs> or too little. And it kind of stirs Barbie into this, like, I just, I will never be good enough. And yeah, America's monologue just really resounds with women because she says it's impossible to be a woman. No matter how hard you try, it's never good enough. And you will be criticized and you will be put down for every effort that you give. And it snaps them out of it. It snaps them out of this. It snaps. Who does it? Oh, there's one of the Barbies that's under this like stupor under this quote unquote spell um, that Ken has put them under by explaining the patriarchy to them. She snaps out of it and they're like, oh, that's the answer. So they just tell all of the Barbies individually. They have to kidnap the Barbies away from the Kens to tell them this monologue of like, here's what it's like to be a woman. Don't forget. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it just, you know, snaps them all out of it. And then they take Barbie land back. Yeah, they, they come up with a plan to take Barbie land back. Um, and in the midst of that, it's, 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 mm, this, is this is the weir- the weirdest and craziest part. This part threw me off so bad. No, I wasn't going to do that. What? I was, uh, I was going to the, the Mattel, the Mattel company, they chase. Oh God. They're, I kept forgetting still... <laughs> about Will, bro. Literally the whole time I kept going, what is this man doing they're, here? They're coming into the Barbie land. They're yeah, like, we gotta go bro. to Barbie land to get Barbie. We gotta go get her. I honestly so don't understand the point of them except just to be comedic relief of like, this is just a bunch of idiot men in charge of this company. Dude. So like, what about favorite part? Just thinking about it right now. It's like, I'm just what thinking are we about doing? like the 18 person tandem bike <laughs> yes. going into Barbie. Yes, it's like 18 people from Mattel are coming into Barbie land to try to find Barbie. It's so funny. Um, and yeah, they're, uh, what did they devise? What is the plan? They're just trying to go get Barbie. Yeah. They just get Barbie land back. Yeah. That's pretty much it. That's yeah. That's the movie. Oh, you're talking about the end. Yeah. So, so all of the Barbies, they, so the patriarchy and Ken, they were trying to change the constitution of Barbie land. Right. 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 So the Barbies go in and take it back and they don't let that happen. So they have Barbie land back. The Ken's, the Ken's basically get in a dance off on the beach because the Barbies distracted them by introducing competition and virtually sex to the, to the Ken's. And I'm so sorry to all of the men out there, but y'all are so driven by competition and sex. It's not even funny. So it didn't take very long for the Barbies to come up with this plan. Yeah. It, it was like, yeah, it kind of made sense. It's so then they funny. had a dance off like, yes. on the beach yeah, yeah, yeah. to distract the Ken so they could go back and change the constitution. Um, and it worked and they got Barbie land back and, and everything was okay. But Barbie wasn't content with being stereotypical Barbie anymore. Yeah. So she wanted to become a human. Yeah. And so Ruth Handler, yep. the woman that made Barbies, um, who was that girl in the Mattel studio or in the <laughs> in the Mattel building. She's like, I'm Ruth Handler. I made you um, and I can make you human. So she made her human. Barbie becomes human. And the first thing that she does as a human is go see her gynecologist because she's not sure what's going on down there because she was just a Barbie. And that's the movie. Yeah, that's it's so good. That's the movie. There's I think there's so much more to it that we didn't get to we just i kind of touched on basically every ounce of the movie 
Um, but there's still a lot to mm-hmm. to take away and a lot to just yeah. sit with with that movie. Um, yeah, I think I respect the movie even more afterwards and letting it sit. I'm like, okay, well, I respect the movie um, just for how it was made and how it was written. Yeah. Um, I think ultimately the movie, uh, I have to get another watch, but I think it's one of those movies where like, man, I don't think this movie was for me and it's okay. Um, but I mean, that was something that we talked about is because of the way that it talks about the patriarchy, the differences between like the gender disparities that occur of like the way that women are treated and looked at versus the way that men are looked at. So like, just really quick, are you wanting to end it? Is that why we're here? You keep looking at the time. No. Okay. I'm just just looking. Yep. Just wanted to check. It seemed like you were wanting to wrap up. Nope. Anyways. So the gender disparities and like the differences between patriarchy versus what the matriarchy was in Barbie land. This is something that we talked about. This is something that TikTok has been raving about is that in Barbie land, while yes, men were, were not in charge um, and they were not the center of attention at all times. They were never in danger. Yeah. They were never being harmed. Ken's and male men, in Barbie land were just ignored slash dismissed. They were, I'll say hi to you and I will talk to you and have a conversation with you, but you're not in a position of power and I'm not giving you any of my extra attention because I have stuff to do. So Ken, Ryan Gosling's Ken was like always vying for Barbie's attention. She just really didn't give him the time of day. She was nice to him. She waved at him and she said, hi, Ken. And like, if he needed something, she would try her best to help him. Yeah. But she wasn't giving away her time and giving away her energy to him because she had so much to do. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this new patriarchy, in the patriarchy of the real world, but especially in Ken's patriarchy, women are in positions of servitude. And in the real world, it's like, I think women would be okay with being dismissed and ignored because yeah. that would mean we're not in danger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, in the patriarchy of society, of America, of the world, women have to be on constant lookout for men. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. we are afraid of being assaulted. We are afraid yeah. of being killed. Mm-hmm. And so that's the difference, is yeah. that Ken wanted to reinforce this patriarchy because he was so mad at the way Barbie land was. Her. But it was like... Yeah, and Barbie even apologizes at the end of the movie. She's like, I'm sorry that I took advantage of you, and I'm sorry that I didn't give you more of my time. But she's like, I'm not in love with you. It's just the difference there of, like, people saying it's a man-hating movie, and it's like, no, girl. Like, we live in a women-hating society, Yeah, and Barbies just didn't give Ken's a lot of attention. And so you say this is a man-hating movie? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, that's what... No, I like... I don't know, like, Ben Shapiro... Some some people know. I mean, if you know, you know who he is. Dude, like he said, he posted. It was stupid. I don't even know why I'm entertaining this. But he said his producers dragged him into the movie. I'm going to come out with a review. It came out a review and it came out another uh, video about the movie. And I'm like, like, I, I think he's just doing it for attention, which is, yes, what he does for most of his stuff. But I'm like. Like, I think you have to understand, like, you can maybe not agree and not love it, but understand where the movie is coming from and what the movie is doing. Like, you've got to understand who it's for. Like so many times the movie is called Barbie. Yes. And like, yeah, the movie is called Barbie for a reason. Like, Ken's are secondary. Ryan Gosling's character is supporting 
uh margot robbie's character right and so like like not everything is you know for for men like we like if you think about history especially cinema a lot of movies have been for i'm not for men but like a lot of men have been at the forefront right so it's like this one movie and not even this one movie i feel like we're seeing more movies where females are getting more and more spotlight and i think it's awesome and it's great for storytelling it's great for diversity and i just think people just need to just accept like not every movie is going to be for you even if it's hype it's not going to be for you like um what's that movie i think super mario brothers movie is probably a perfect example like some people didn't love it uh they you know some people had their criticism on it but like if you really think about it the movie isn't made just for average people that love movies like the movie is made for people that were fans friend fans friends (laughs) fans of the game growing up and it's also directed towards kids kids play with mario nowadays like mario is generational Mm -hmm. so it's like one of those movies where it's like yes you could be nitpicking you have criticism but also have that 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 uh understanding to go this movie wasn't for me. I can yeah. have a criticism. I mean, I can have a say and I can have an opinion on it, but mm-hmm. also go, this yeah. movie wasn't for me yeah. and understand that and receive it. Yeah. I think that Greta Gerwig, Gerwig, am I saying that right? Yes. Phenomenal director, Lady Bird. Go watch Lady Bird. Also need to see Little, Little Women. Women. I need to see Little Women, but Lady Bird. Um, Saoirse Ronan. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Anyways. So I feel like Greta Gerwig kind of made this movie and promoted it as if it was for everyone but i truly feel that this movie is just like a love letter to women like i just think that it is um like Mm. i just because i mean how many times did we see like girlhood be directly or indirectly touched on like that scene that made me get choked up we're looking at examples of what it looks like to be a woman. And like the end montage scene, she is, am I too close? Sorry. No, you're good. You're good, you're good. The ending montage scene, it's literally just picture after picture. And did you know the the ending montage scene of all of those clips of like what it means to be a girl and like just girlhood, those are actual clips from the actors and the people in the cast. Oh. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Like that that's all sense. of that's all that's of them. Sweet. Yeah. It's yeah. so it, like that's what I mean. Like it's a love letter to to women of like as you get older, you know, we played with Barbies as we were kids and then we got too old for them and it's kind of like a loss of girlhood. And as you enter as you enter the, you know, the academic and the workforce as a woman, you recognize like this place is not built to benefit me. Mm. Um and so you struggle against the powers that be, but you so then you mourn this like the innocence and the dreams that you had of being a girl uh, of being a little girl and I just think it's such a beautiful picture that Greta has done there of like recognizing and I mean that's what Barbie did she lived in this place of like innocence and dreams and perfection and she got to the real world and she lost her innocence and so she didn't know how to deal with that so yeah I just think Greta's awesome for doing that Um, and just all of the niche things and all of the ways that she just kind of addresses the patriarchy and how it's harmful or it's it's really profound um i had another point and i can't think of it so you need to talk again <laughs> dang rough well that's 
I'm sometimes really horrible at this. Some of y'all know that. <laughs> transition. I need to learn transition. He's at some. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of good stuff. Oh, um, I remember. I remember. I'm so sorry. I'm yeah, so go, sorry. Go, go, I remember go. the worst time as we're like awkwardly trying to fish through this. No, dude. Okay. Here, you're going to be proud of me for this. Oh, I sent you the TikTok already, so it's not going to be a surprise. How they did practical effects. Oh, yeah. They did a lot of practical effects in this movie. Uh, yeah. In, a, in, a, in, a, uh, in an era where we see so much CGI, it like makes me want to bang my head because <laughs> it's so annoying. Like, I'm going to call out these movies. I've been a fan of these movies for so long, but the like the Marvel movies make me want to bring my head because... <sighs> The way they film these movies Bad nowadays, green screen. yeah, dude, it's green screen. Like even like some of the some of the moments in some of these shows and movies recently, like sometimes the actors aren't in the, even in the same building, mm. like they're not even in the same studio, and so that makes me so mad. So Barbie uses a lot of practical effects, which, uh, yeah, I appreciate that so much, and I think it just speaks volumes to, you know, the creativity and the creative team behind that movie and how they did a phenomenal job. Um, yeah. I'm hoping this movie gets some award season buzz. We'll see. We'll stay locked in to see if it has a chance to get an adapted screenplay or maybe it'd be original or will it be adapted because it's based off of a character? I don't know. Yeah, I know I'm talking to the wrong person. I'm just saying it out loud. Um, Maybe I'll get best director. Margot could get a best actress nom she's phenomenal ryan gosling is phenomenal they both act their butts off again it's this movie that understands what they're doing you hope who america gets i think america could with that with that uh with that uh supporting um supporting actress with that monologue she's got a i think she'll have to campaign her butt off Mm. um and that's gonna be really hard right now with the with the writer strike and we'll not writer strike the writers and actor strike but we'll see how long that strike lasts but this movie should be up for some awards i think i think it needs it's it's yeah i respect this movie the more i talk about it, i'm like man i respect it so much i think it deserves some love i think it does uh and that was the thing that was important is like you're a guy and yeah a lot of the jokes that were made in the movie weren't directed at you so you probably didn't think they were funny no and some of them i'm just like oh, okay. yeah. yeah and like a lot of the references and a lot of like like i said like the niche things that stuck out to me didn't strike the same chord with you but you didn't walk out of there going oh that movie was terrible yeah no 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 i think if if anybody walks out and says it's terrible i mean i mean that's your opinion but i'm also like I want to know why you think it's terrible. I've seen terrible movies. Cars 2 is terrible. Stop it. So it's like, okay, what, what what's terrible? Cars like, 2 is a phenomenal movie. Cars 2 tries to be something it's not. A spy film with cars. We're going like, to argue over this it's forever. Like, it's like homie. I don't want spies in cars. Move on. I want Lightning McQueen just racing around in that track. Well, he did Ka-chow. in Cars 2. I made Ka-chow. her deserve to stop it. Ka-chow. Um. I just (laughs) I just said that to make her mad Um, but yeah if you walk out of there saying it's a bad movie yeah if you walk out of there saying it's a bad movie I just want to know why you were allowed to have that opinion but why it's mostly men saying it's a bad movie because it's man hating movie and it's then that's an invalid feminism to it's feminism to an extreme and it's just it's it's poisonous and it's yeah 
it's invalid well, to think, oh, well, this is a man-hating movie, so it's horrible. No, just say you don't like it. That doesn't make it the movie right. bad, the product bad. Yeah. The product is pretty good. Um, any last thoughts? I think I think I Oh. Oh, what? Barbie has been widely successful. You guys all know that. Oh. And because of Barbie's success, I mean, they've already had this plan for the jump. Wait, are you going to talk about how much Barbie has made? Because you always talk about that. No, I wasn't going to go there. <laughs> okay. But it's made a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> we Let's just say Barbie is is, is carrying in bank. <laughs> it has a, it's barely been a week. Actually, when this episode drops, it will be a week. Um, Barbie's banking. It's banking. I don't even need to go there. It's banking. Um, but Mattel, the toy company, wants to capitalize off of Barbie. Um, and they've talked about how they want to make Barbie sequels, which... I, for one, am not down for it. Uh, save it, keep it, lock it, put it away in your pocket. Okay, um, and wait. they also want to make a Mattel cinematic universe. Oh, Guys, I hate this idea. It makes me want to cry. It <laughs> makes me want to scream. Why? Because these are the movies that they want to make. These. These are the movies they want to make. They want to make a movie based off of Uno. Guys, hate it. Barney. Um, okay. Actually intrigued with Barney. Daniel, uh, shoot. I have no idea where you're going with I this. hate his last name. I don't hate his last name. I shouldn't say that. His last name is hard to say. Daniel Kalua. Yeah, that's it. Daniel Kalua. Yeah, okay. That wasn't as hard as I thought it would be. Daniel Kalua is making a Barney movie. So Daniel Kalua, uh, he's the lead actor in Up. No, not Up. Lead actor in Get Out. Uh, lead actor oh. in, um, what's the nope yep he's been in a lot of stuff jordan peele likes him yeah jordan peele likes him he's a great actor but he's doing a barbie movie he's producing it i don't know if he's gonna star in it but he's producing it i'm intrigued by that just because his name is attached to it uh they want to do a movie on wishbone they want to do a movie on matchbox no nope. they want to do a movie on hot wheels nope uh i think that one has jj abrams attached to produce guys still not buying it magic eight ball nope Polly Pocket, Medium. which uh, Lena Dunham, uh, she was in Girls, the HBO show Girls, and it's supposed to star. Oh, who's it supposed to star? They just announced it today. It's supposed to star. Guys, I hate this so freaking much. Lily Collins. Yeah. Not a fan. No. Uh, a Viewmaster movie. Guys, no. American Girl. I can get behind that one. There's so many different American Girl dolls. I can get behind that one. You know what? They should make that a show. Well, check this out. With they, each they, girl being an episode. They had like two American Doll movies, I feel like. They did one on Kit. Kit Kitridge, was, was that her name? Yeah. Yeah, they did one on I Kit. I was just saying, do more. I can get behind that. So, yeah. I'm, I don't know. I'm here for that fantasy. I cannot um, lie. I'm not about it. All right. Major mm-hmm. Matt Mason. No. Masters of the Universe. Okay, I can get behind He-Man. I'm interested in He-Man and see what they can do with He-Man. That could be cool. Uh, Thomas the Tank Engine, for the love of God. Nope. <laughs> Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Mm, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. So, as you can see, out of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 of these movies that are in production, I am only intrigued by what? That's Barney. Barney. Masters of the Universe and Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Barney. Guys, that's it. That's it. This is horrible. It's like after the reason Barbie was successful. Let's just throw it out there. 
the reason Barbie was successful is because they allowed a director to just create this vision, to have this creative control, right? Now, I mean, I guess you could say that they could do that with other movies, but are we going to get the same success? No, Barbie is that once in a million type thing. Like the Barbie and Oppenheimer, a.k.a. Barbenheimer, mm-hmm. the big old, this big old thing comes from uh, this phenomena can't be reciprocated reciprocated is that the it right ha- yeah reciprocated yeah it has been reciprocated though how barbenheimer is actually the reciprocation of the dark knight and mamma mia getting going at the same time meh see uh, i knew that meh. be proud of me that i knew that um yeah i'm slightly proud that you knew that good job but i'm thinking like the last time we got something as amazing as this not amazing but as like people and the, at the theaters all this buzz in game avengers in game that was the last time so yeah that was the last time we've got something of this caliber now can that happen again i'm not sure i think marvel's right now seems like to be the only entity that can make that happen don't ask me how i'm kind of mad at them with the product that they're putting out right now it's making me mad and excuse my language it's kind of pissing me off not happy guys (laughs) not Not happy it's not happening i'm mm, mm. secret wars i think yeah I think next week we're going to talk Secret Wars, the whole series. It was a dud. Secret Invasion. Invasion. Yeah, and Secret Invasion. I got you. Yeah, thank you. Secret Invasion. Um, But yeah, Mattel making me mad. Not happy. <laughs> they, want to, they want to be like, let's do another Barbie. Let's keep this going. And it's like, no, you, you can't do that. But that's how companies yeah. are. They want more money. Yep. Uh, Let the good things lie. Any last thoughts on Barbie Lynn? Last thought. Um. Ken never apologized for what he did to Barbie land. Mm, He never apologized for taking Barbie's dream house. He never apologized for practically brainwashing all of the Barbies and trashing Barbie's dream house. Mm. And he, he, he just didn't apologize for any of it. Meanwhile, Barbie apologized that she led Ken on and was not there for him when he needed her. And I just think this is a really good example. Again, something that Greta Gerwig get put in there is that women ought to have to apologize for men's behavior Mm. and men don't have to apologize because the system is built to benefit them Mm. um and so and even even (laughs) even while barbie was apologizing ken took that as like a come hither vibe and tried to kiss her yeah, while yeah, she's yeah, apologizing yeah, yeah, yeah. he kept coming on to her he yeah. like took that as an invitation yeah. and she was like no i'm saying sorry for what i did this is not me saying i have feelings for you so he threw a tantrum again and so she had to come back down and like apologize again yeah. even though he was the one that decided to go into it just greta knows what she's doing yeah and it's weird because i thought that they were gonna get like together yeah <laughs> that's my initial my initial hey, thought I was like know. my initial thought was like oh she's gonna like ken but it's like the more that I like, I sit back with it and I think about the whole movie. I was like, no, that was never the ultimate goal. Like, yeah. it was never the ultimate goal for them to get together. Right. That was never supposed to happen. Right. Um, and Barbie actually encouraged Ken and said, you're enough on your own. Yeah. yeah you yeah, don't yeah, yeah. need me. Yeah. That was a cool moment, too, yeah. where people are like, oh, this is man hating. But it's like, it's one of those moments she where it's like. encouraged him and she said, yeah. you don't need me. Go be who you need to be and figure that out without me. And it's a deviation from what the toy is. And from what Ken's supposed to be. Yeah. 
Tan is supposed to be. She's encouraging him to be more than just her accessory. Yep. Don't tell me it's a man-hating movie. Yeah. Period. All I'm going to say is Greta put at least three years of thought and like devotion into this movie. And it shows. Yep. As far as the message that she's trying to get across. And the fact that Ryan Gosling can be like a side character that's pretty much an airhead and be proud of that and be like, this is like, I wanted to do this and play it as well as he did without being like, I'm not the star of the show Yeah, and being okay with men being depicted in this way shows a lot. Like if Ryan Gosling of a stereotypical manly attractive guy that's known for like, he's pretty sexualized and objectified as well in the media. If he's cool with that, how can it be a man hitting movie? Mm. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what happens when you get the right director and you latch them around a creative vision, a unique vision, and then you Mm -hmm. can, you can achieve anything. Um, Just imagine this movie is supposed to star Amy Schumer. Lord have mercy. Don't be starting on, don't start hating on Amy Schumer in the middle of a a loving women podcast. Oh, don't get me wrong. Everybody hates Amy Schumer. Don't get me wrong. I love women. I'm I'm dating one right now. (laughs) I I love her dearly, but Amy Schumer is not it, y'all. I'm so glad that, (laughs) I'm so glad she left a pro, I mean, she left this project for creative differences. So glad. All right. This is it. This is another episode of the Real Table Podcast. And this is the longest episode yet. And I'm okay. I'm proud of it. We got stuff to say, man. Yeah. It's a deep, it's a, there's a lot to say about this movie. Yeah. Lynn, I appreciate you. Thanks for for having me. For supporting and coming on this and saying all that you said. You said a lot of great stuff. And I'm excited to see the response and see what people have to say. I know Berkeley's this. excited. Berkeley is excited. Berkeley. Shout out to Berkeley. Berkeley. Hopefully she listens to the whole thing and Berk, doesn't. Berk, 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 Berk. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll yeah, have to tell her it. you get shouted out at one hour and seven minutes. Yeah. I was like, keep listening to the very end. Um, yep. We'll be back next week. Next week. Uh, it's, it's, uh, what's next week? Oh, it's. It's Ninja Turtles next week. And Sound of Freedom, you said you were going to watch that this weekend. I think I'm going to watch that tomorrow. I can't watch it, y'all. I didn't watch Oppenheimer, and I'm not watching Sound of Freedom because I can't watch sad movies that where people are hurting. It, it impacts me really badly. Yeah, I'm going to check out Sound of Freedom on Friday. So if you're listening to this, you I've probably either seen it or I'm going to see it on the day you, you're listening. Uh, but yeah, next week, I don't think I'm going to do an episode. I might on Silent Freedom. We'll see. I'll feel it out. See how I feel about it. Uh, Ninja Turtles. That's the next one. I'm pretty pumped about this one. I got a funny story that I'll tell about it next weekend. <laughs> I mean, next week. Oh no! It's so funny thinking about it. I told some people You're about it already. You're actually gonna tell them. I'll tell it because it's like it's. It wasn't ba- funny at the time. No, it wasn't funny. But when you look back on it, you're like, huh, yeah. Uh, so Ninja Turtles, and yeah, we're gonna keep doing this thing. And this is so fun. I appreciate the love. People for sticking by me. Give me your thoughts on Barbie. All the Barbie lovers. If you're going to see it, let me know. If you haven't seen it, uh, I guess tell me why you haven't seen it yet. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Barbie Oppenheimer are in theaters now. Go catch both of those movies. Those are great. And it's been great for cinema. It's been great for theaters. 
Hunted Mansion comes out this weekend. Not high on the movie. I don't even know if I'm going to really talk about it on this podcast. And if I do, it's probably going to be weeks from now because the movie is not getting rave reviews, which means I don't have to rush to see it, which means I can save some money. Okay. Um, this has been amazing. I appreciate you guys. I love y'all. Stay easy. Peace. Stay easy. Peace. <laughs> Thank you all again for joining me today on The Real Table. Make sure you follow and share this podcast with anybody that loves movies or somebody that wants to just know more about the movie culture. Thank you so much once again. You can also follow me on Instagram at The Real Table Pod. You can follow me on Twitter at The Real Table. Once again, thank you all so much. I'll see you all soon.